Today, July 14, 1789, revolutionaries stormed the Bastille in Paris, France at dawn. A vicious crowd, armed with muskets, swords, and other makeshift weapons, gathered around the Bastille. I'm standing here with the revolutionist Pierre, who is going to answer all the questions that we are dying to know, based on his personal and first-hand account. To start off this interview, Pierre, please tell me what even brings you to the Bastille on this day. As you most likely can tell from my appearance, I am part of the Third Estate. After many years of suppressing hatred towards the monarchy, we finally decided to take a stand. We work the hardest and the longest, yet we have the least. We go hungry while the king throws lavish parties and buys his wife elegant and luxurious jewelry. It was time to show the first and second estate just how powerful we commoners are. Pierre, you mentioned a deep hatred towards the monarchy. For you personally, where does this hate come from? For some, it's the long and hard working conditions. For me, it's my family. I have two young children who go hungry some nights because of the bread shortage. I can't take the feeling of walking through the door to just disappoint my wife and children all over again because I don't have food for them. I'm very sorry to hear of you and your family's difficulties. Back to today's events. You and your fellow revolutionists were successful in capturing the Bastille. How does this make you feel in regard to the revolt against the monarchy and you and your revolutionists' rate of success? When I first thought about storming the Bastille, it was only a dream that us commoners would be able to defeat the monarchs in their army. Today, that dream has been turned into reality as Lana and his men waved a white flag to surrender. Once they did wave this white flag and surrender, what did you and your fellow revolutionists do next? Following the waving of the flag, we took Lana and his men into custody, seized the gunpowder, cannons, and released the seven prisoners. After all of this, what was the most moving part of the event for you, personally? Was it emotion, physical? Like, what, what really brought out something in you? For me, it was the energy that was present. Yes, we accomplished our goals. But even before then, you could feel the heart and soul of everyone there pressing forward. No matter what the outcome of the revolt was, we would all have done it wholeheartedly. So, while the capture of the Bastille was successful, this might be difficult to talk about, but were there any fatalities? Around 100 citizens and 8 prison guards were killed in the storming of the Bastille. Do you feel comfortable sharing with your children that you were involved in the deaths of 800 of their own people? If it means I can get food on the table, then yes. So, how do these fatalities make you feel? Do you think their deaths were worth the freeing of only seven prisoners? I mean, yeah, you captured the Bastille, and you freed these people, captured the gunpowder, but a hundred citizens died. In my opinion, those deaths were worth much more than just the feeling of freeing of the prisoners. A revolution has started, and we are on top. The commoners were once pushed around, now have the power. We have captured their governor, freed our people, and seized cannons along with gunpowder. 
a revolution has begun. These deaths mark the end of suffering for the lower class and the beginning of a new way of life and treatment. My fellow French citizens, you've heard it here first. According to one of your own people, a revolution has begun and changes will be made. Deaths have occurred and the Bastille has been captured. This brings up memories of what happened over in America at the time of the Boston Massacre. It's similar. Both events sparked a revolution. The people were fed up with the way they were treated. But this is different because the storming of the Bastille. They went in with a specific plan to rescue prisoners while the Boston Massacre seemed unorganized and out of anger. Over here, the monarchy no longer has complete control. And according to Pierre, the people are on top. This could be the end to suffering of the third estate that has gone on for countless years. Is this the end to hunger? Is this the end to poor and undressed treatment? Is this the end to the monarchy? The answers await, and we will be the first to give them to you. Thank you for listening.